The best part about Thursday is... One day closer to the weekend. Friday. This is the Thursday Fit Show. The best. Oh, yeah. happens live from our fancy schmancy radio hub for Thursday. It's August 16th, 2018. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast, everybody. It is Friday Eve. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you feeling I don't even see you feeling it. You can't see me feeling it? All right. Well, there he is. Uh, over there, he's feeling it. His name is Drew. You know what? I can't believe I got my first Christmas offer by email today, like a sale offer. I cannot. Wow. It's August, people. Well. That's interesting you say that. All right, right over there is Tanner the Millennial. You know what? I'm really upset at Drew. He barged in while I was using the restroom, and he snapped yeah, a picture of me. And uh, the selfie wars, and uh, well, it's on right now. Mm-hmm. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Uh, Tanner and Drew are having a huge selfie war right now. And I'm pretty sure he's the one who stole my pen, but that's okay because he's our host, The Fits. I think I did steal it last night. <laughs> yeah. You steal pens more than anybody I know, and I can tell that when Fitz steals my pen because the pens all chewed up. Oh, see, nobody oh, will yeah. believe that. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to believe You're that You're a stuff. pen chewer. Yeah? Well, then maybe you shouldn't just leave your pens laying around. I'll lock them down from now on. Hey, real quick, you guys, it's time for a little pre-show warm-up jam just to get us warmed up. Come on. Yeah. What about some of this? Well, I'm a chicken fried and cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just right. And the radio Again, y'all, we're just warming up. Be, be uh, the, thinking about what um, what you want to talk about today. All right? Well, I was raised up beneath the shade of a Georgia pine. And that's home, you know. Sweet tea, pecan pine, homemade wine. Where the peaches grow. In my house, it's not much to talk about. Frank it up, but it's filled with love, just grown in southern ground. And a little bit of chicken fried. Cold beer on a Friday night. Sing it. A pair of jeans that fit just right. And the fits turned up. listen to that all day. Yeah. It's a great sing-along. I love ZBB, but you know, then they went kind of weird for a little bit. They started doing this electronic rock sort of future techno rave music. I don't know what happened. And they didn't go all the way. I think they just dipped a toe. Well, you know what? They need to keep those toes in the sand. Oh, yeah. oh nice. And that, hey, you know what, in the country sand. Because I love a little chicken fried sound. Anyway, what do you guys want to talk about today? What you got? Can we talk about that public urinal thing in France? Everyone's talking about it. I don't know what's going on with it. So in Paris, they've been putting these public urinals in, like where you can just go on the side of the street. Oh, you got to be kidding! It looks me. like a planter box with a urinal on it, and like guys just right in front do of their everybody on the street, on the sidewalk. Yeah. Wow. Not uh, like nobody cares about children and uh, the elderly just roaming they're, around seeing that stuff. They're French. They're okay with it. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know what? I want to talk. This Amorosa stuff is just getting all crazy still. It's hard to even keep, keep track of it right now. Amorosa. <laughs> All right, Dal, we got a whole lot going on, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Friday Eve. Here comes Thursday. Let's go. The legendary Fits happens live. And now, and now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Good to be here, ladies and gentlemen. What is up? Shout out to all of my Wakeums. 
What Are You Kidding Me field correspondents who send me awesome What Are You Kidding Me stories at followfits.com. I'm going to take you out of the United Kingdom. I think I have something in my eye. A 42-year-old woman in the UK. Basically, uh, she got hit in the eye playing badminton as a teenager. And then, you know, at that time, she lost one of her contact lenses. And now, she finally knows where it went after a doctor found it lodged above her eyeball. What? For how long? 28 years later. Get out. How bad did that thing smell? That's what I want to know. How bad did it hurt? Yeah, I mean, she must have had like a, a well, twitch or something the whole time. Well, apparently her eyelid kind of swelled up a little bit and started drooping a little bit. She had a little droopy eye, and, the, and the, they found like this small cyst sort of thing. And then when they removed the cyst, <gasps> cyst they found the contact lodged inside. Oh. Well, See, I, I am so confused on the timetable. So a cyst just formed now from the contact? Well, wait, sure, can, I say something? can I years? say something? What are you worried about the cyst for? You know what? I mean, what does the cyst have to do with the contact lens being in there 28 years? I mean, what are you so worried about the cyst? Well, the I cyst could have grown because of the contact lens. Ah. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if cysts just start growing around. Maybe maybe cysts do randomly grow around yeah. foreign objects in your body as a protectant. Well, I'll tell you what. I am not yeah. getting contacts ever yeah. after oh. hearing I mean, this. Have you ever had contacts? I never have. No, but Tanner needs them. I just realized this last weekend how truly blind that boy is. Yeah. I'm very blind. All right. Well, let's go to page two. <laughs> what? Are, are you, you kidding me? Out of Paris. When you got to go, you got to go. And Drew, by the way, you, you actually told me about this a little bit earlier. The city of Paris installed a bunch of sidewalk urinals to cut down on uh, people using the bathroom in the streets. Is it a ho- uh, Maybe it's a homeless issue? I think it's an everyone issue. Well, someone you know, was, saying, someone was saying that's like not unusual in Paris. Like culturally, they're okay with it. Yeah. Like it's always been okay just you to... You've got to be kidding. We Some, on the street. Sometimes oui, when oui. you gotta go, you gotta go. Oui. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the title of the story, Tanner. Mm-hmm. Oh. But anyway... Thanks for joining us. A whole, pe- uh, a whole bunch of people think it's really gross. Uh, I would too. I mean, does that have the possibility, you know, French fries uh, came over. Does that have the possibility of making its way to America, too? No way. Americans are way too freaked out for this. I'd we would be not be it. down for it. I'm for it. But think about some of the larger cities where you know the, the homeless populations are really, really crazy. Right. Would you rather have those people go into the bathroom on the street, or would you rather uh, have them going into... Well, but- absolutely, it solves the problem, but are people ready to encourage it? Are people ready to yeah. encourage citizens to walk down the citizens. street and drop trow in the street? My nose is ready to encourage it. When you go to those big cities in the summertime, that's oh, all you smell, yes. man. You're so right about that. So gross. All right, there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, you got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day, breaking every single hour. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Everybody, I'd like to welcome you back. To the show. And if you have a moment, snap what you see and just send it back to me. Where, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, whatever's around you, it really helps us to you know learn more about you. And it helps us to like imagine what you're doing while you're listening to us. It's the coolest yeah. thing. Love it. So <laughs> just snap what you see and send it back to me. Uh, hey, Tanner the Millennial. Yo. Uh, I understand that you're very, very... Um, Glad to be my pal today because of a certain recommendation or show 
that I told you about, and and now you are all about it. What show would that be that I said you must watch? It would be Yellowstone on the Paramount Channel or the Paramount Paramount Network. Network, Yeah, and it is such an amazing show. I was really scared to watch. the beginning of it because it was an hour and a half long. I thought it was a two. The, the first one's two hours. It was, but it's an hour and a half. I double checked and made sure, and I was amazed at how well it, how well made it was. Because normally, like we hear recommendations every single day from so many. You should watch this show and this show. But Fitz, I gotta give it to you, man. Every show you've recommended to me has been amazing. Uh, hang on, uh, somebody just wrote in and said, "Hey, Fitz, I'm a farmer and a rancher in Kansas, and most shows about our lifestyle is so fake." And I can't stand to watch it, but not Yellowstone. Thank you so much for the awesome recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, country boys, country girls, this is something that. So it's legit. It's legit. You didn't watch it with him? Not yet. I, I've been trying to get my girlfriend to sit down, but she never has that kind of time. Yeah. And when Tanner said yesterday, oh my God, Fitz is so right. This show's great. She just said, just start it without me. I'm not going to have time. So now I'm going to watch it. And the thing is, is it's about country life. It's uh, up in Montana. It's this whole giant a modern, part of Mon- A modern day ranch uh, and a rancher who owns just thousands and thousands of acres. Yeah. Then he goes to war with his neighbors. Neighbors go to war with him. Right. And Personal the thing family is, issues. Is I, I, I thought because I'm not really a country boy, I'm yeah, kind of more really of a... not really a country boy. You know, I well, wear skinny jeans and I wear yeah. Vans every single day. Is I there, didn't think I would be able to relate to it, but I loved it. Do you see uh, uh, <laughs> Do you see anybody in, in Yellowstone wearing skinny jeans? No. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get you in a bowl in skinny jeans. Oh. oh say yeah. goodbye to those skinny jeans. <laughs> you could be uh, You could be the skinny jeans cowboy. You know what I mean? With, I love it. Yeah. Not bad. But anyway, I'm, I'm really, really glad you liked it. Uh, did you watch the first hour and a half completely? I watched the first hour and a half completely with no interruptions. And at first I was like, well, how are all these characters wrapping up and intertwining with each other? But as the episode went on, it all finally made sense. And it got me really excited to watch the next episode tonight. Well, somebody reach out to Kevin Costner and tell him what huge fans we are, see if we can yeah, get him on the show. I'll, I mean, we're just all about... okay. And I always forget, like, I always say, yeah, you know what? There's a show I'm going to watch. I'm going to start watching that, too. And I forget it. Like, I was really into watching a show that's been out a long, long time. Do you guys remember what it was? The Office? Maybe. No, I kind of watched The Office a little bit. I just can't. I forgot what it was. Oh, somebody, again, um, just the other day recommended The Sinner. Oh yeah, that's not been out long. I the think it's center. only in its maybe second season now. Is that on? Is the center on Netflix? I think it's a Showtime or an HBO show. I don't even know if I know what's on. Uh, you know, like um, as far as throughout the week, what's on cable anymore? It's hard to keep track. And uh, something Fitz asked me is, how would you even watch this show? Because I'm someone who. What are you talking about? What show? Uh, Yellowstone. Oh yeah. And I said I just went to Paramount's website and watched it for free there. Oh, you're saying you didn't watch it on TV. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch it on TV. Yeah. But, again, don't let us discourage you. If you have a television, you could also watch Yellowstone. Well, now I'm the odd man out. Now I've got to watch it. Yeah, please check it out if you have a chance. All right. Uh, and as always, if you have any suggestions or binge brags you want to tell us about, we'd love to hear from you. Stand by. Choose Your News is on the way next. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Special shout out going out to my friend Sue Johnson, who became an internet sensation earlier this month for doing what she felt was the right thing in the parking lot of a Walmart. See, there's this crazy torrential downpour of rain, and, and, and Sue was videoed returning her shopping cart to its rightful place. And even though uh, Sue doesn't see anything special about her action, Walmart did. 
Walmart gave her $10 million. What? what? I'm kidding. Oh, I was like, I have to put my cart back more often. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> no, so Walmart, uh, a representative for the company, said they were so impressed that they had to repay her kindness. So for her effort, they awarded Sue with a year's supply of grocery pickups so she never, ever has to push a cart through a storm again. So, hey, Walmart, shout out to Good you. Good on yeah. you. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. A year? Come on. That's oh, wait. Dope. Free groceries just grocery delivery? Either way. Hey, either way, either that way. saves a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Drew, uh, over to you. Choose your news. I should have been a cowboy. The company that owns Wrangler and Lee Jeans is getting out of the denim business. Oh, my gosh. And Don't here's say why. that. Don't you ever say that. You know who's to blame? Brett Favre. Yoga pants. Yeah. Wow. The the rise in yoga pants is gone through the roof. Also, ac- athletic wear. They apparently own Lululemon. They own Nike. They own Under Armour. That's all I'm going to start wearing, by the way. And that's Lululemon. What people, that's what yeah, people are buying. Ones. And so they're seeing they're seeing the business growth slow down almost to a stop in the jeans division. Now, before you get too worried, they aren't canceling Wrangler and Lee jeans. They're spinning them off into right. their own private brand. They Ra- Wrangler it. Wrangler yoga pants Ooh. is what we're going to see. Yeah. But you know, I'm amazed because they can make a lot of those yoga pants look just like denim. Oh. The- and the, and the, and the jeggings, the, the, the jeggings, and the ladies are able to have you know pants that breathe and are comfortable, and they look like jeans. Yeah, my girlfriend has a pair. I really want that, Drew. Why don't we get breathable, stretchy jeans? Well, we get joggers, pants. huh? We get joggers. No, I know, but no, only that's people sloppy though. Only people like you wear the joggers. Yeah, hey, only slobs. Hey, man. No, no, no. I mean, just like you know, the little millennial weird pants that he wears. Oh, the yeah. Ew, you know it. what I mean. Sorry, I don't want to wear grandpa there's pants all, there's like only, Drew. There's only one dude that can get away with that, and that's Sam Hunt. <laughs> you say so. All right, Tanner the Millennial, choose your news. Parents, if you have some old Pokemon cards laying around your house, you might want to check out how much they're worth because there's an unopened box of 1999 Pokemon cards that just sold for $56,000. What? I'm serious. Like this couple found just one of those old Pokemon. That's nothing. Boxes we did. We, we just talked about a baseball with all those autographs that sold for like six hundred and seventy thousand dollars. Yeah, but think about it this way: these aren't autographs. These are just normal cards in a yeah. box that yeah. hasn't been opened yet. Right. That it, baseball was a piece of American history. It had Babe Ruth's signature on it. This is just right. stupid old Pokemon cards from like <laughs> ten years ago. And it'll be used as, as kindling one day for a fire. Mm-hmm. Someday. Yeah, but. Get your money while it's hot. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right, there you go. Choose your news for Thursday. Fitz happens. Live. 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 This is the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. Stop that. We're on the air. Be professional. For the love of the Lord, be professional. Welcome back to the show. Happy Friday Eve, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, check out our website, followfits.com. Followfits.com. You can check out the PAB. That is the podcast after the broadcast. And I'm really amazed at the huge audience we have with our podcasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's up, our P1 podcasters? Yeah. They're coming in hot. They like it their way on their time. They're getting Gucci. <laughs> uh, did you do it right, Tim? Is that I- how you say it? Not really. They're didn't go- do it right. They're Gucci with the podcast. They're coming in. They think the podcast is lit, fam. <laughs> they think I don't that. Know what he's did you hear? About. No, yeah. He said they think the podcast is lit, fam. That's good, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So anyway, followfits.com. Anybody else just like think this uh, this whole Omarosa stuff is just getting like out of control? I mean, 
Yeah. You know, she's now, Amarosa from The Apprentice is now known around the world. Right. Around mm-hmm. the world. Hasn't any administration ever had so many things happen in so little time? I, I mean, it's I like mean, the, these things pop up every day now. Yeah. And Amarosa is just the latest crazy fire to put out. Well, maybe these things have happened in the past, but because of social media and now if somebody records something or whatever, you're able to ship it out instantly and then mm-hmm. boom. So maybe these things have always just been going on. Uh, well, know. before you had to carry like a tape deck or a reel-to-reel machine. And, now and you can record a microphone cell phone. But um, I wanted to, uh, we, we've all heard what Amorosa is doing lately. You know, she's going on and, and uh, talking about her, her secret recorded conversations and stuff. And but, threatening, threatening that there's more and more, that she's got oh, a bunch. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, if the president's saying some bad stuff, she yeah. says that. She, now, are, are they saying that they have audio that or? or They're saying they have audio of that it. That he said that? Yeah. She says that. She has audio of it, but I don't know why it's not released yet. Well, I thought it said some of the uh, old. Uh, they said that some of the, of the old producers of The Apprentice might have. Yeah, if but, anybody- well, she claims that uh, there were certain things that he would say regularly. So oh, wow. because she claims they're regular, people are saying, "Well, there's probably tape out there." You know, Amarosa though she she does not back down from anyone. I wanted to like uh, dig up kind of some old audio from the older Amarosa that we know and love. Oh, I don't think she's loved. And I had to let her know that I had soap experience. In fact, I was featured on the cover of Soap Opera Digest. Yay me! I didn't come here to make friends. I said that from day one. Oh no no, you're not gonna tell me no, to be quiet. You about to get I the want other you side. To be quiet. You're gonna be respectful. So you can say whatever you want, but you're not gonna disrespect me. So I'm let's get, get that straight. Don't ever tell me to be quiet, Latoya. What Take kind of lady down. would tell you to be quiet? I'm a grown woman. I run a company. I run half of the West Coast for OK Magazine. You're not gonna talk to Did me you like guys four get years that? old. I am not your staff. Get it straight. It's always I a am scene. not your staff. It's always a it's scene. It's going to always be a you guys, scene because okay, you'll never take working, me down, Let's boo. start working on the script and get Thank that done. You. Next time you fix your mouth to tell me to be quiet, you'll think again. You better mm. think strategically, boo, because you're on the wrong side of Omarosa today. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We can't forget that she was a she was a hey. reality show villain. Hey, take it easy, boo. Yeah, boo. You're uh-huh. on the wrong side of me today. Yeah, you better, you better fix your uh, mouth. Any of y'all want to mess with me, boo? I'll take y'all downtown. <laughs> I don't know, man. I kind of whoo, got a little fire for I you. I might start fix your mouth. You better fix your mouth you better, before you well, talk you, to me. You better check it for your record then, boo. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be right back. The Fit Show. It happens. Live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Stand by for the Fitz files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. And who thinks that they had a paranormal experience and were saved by an angel? I can't wait to tell you this story. I'm going to tell you it next. Drew is standing by with a Thursday reality check. In London, a car plowed into pedestrians near the Parliament building in an apparent terror attack. Three people were hurt and police quickly arrested the accused driver. The accused is Salih Kater. Uh, he is a British national. However, he's from the Sudan originally, born in the Sudan, raised there, moved to Britain some point later in time. He's 29 years old. This is not the first time this sort of thing has happened in Britain. It's actually about the fourth one oh, you're right. in like it's, it's, 18 yeah, months. It's happening all the time over yeah, there. Yeah, there's tons of video footage of it because, yeah. of course, they have cameras everywhere along the streets and on towers and things. Uh, they were arrested. He was arrested after the scene, taken alone. He was alone in the car. Police swarmed him. They got him. They, they're questioning him. Last report is he's not cooperating with police. They are 
characterizing it as a terror attack. They went on to search his place and I think two other residents afterwards. So they're trying to unravel this mystery and find out who, if anyone he's working with or if he acted alone. Yeah. So really scary stuff. Uh, and, you know, like I said, they're seeing that a lot over there. They've taken to the car. Well, of course. Attacks. Yeah, this, especially the past two years, Manchester, and there's right. a whole uh, string the, the, of the other incidents. bridge incident. And right. he's right. driving on the bridge, in, in fact, plowing people down. Right nearby where this one happened, very yeah. nearby. So pretty sad stuff there. Vermont voters, Vermont Democrat voters made history on Tuesday's primary when they chose Christine Halquist as the first transgendered gubernatorial candidate. She will face off, uh, you know, this fall as. Their candidate for governor over there, and we haven't seen that yet. We've seen, we saw just uh, recently another transgendered person uh, receive a, a nod like that. But this is the first time we're talking office of governor. So wow. we'll keep an eye on that and see how that goes on. Hundreds and hundreds of Instagram users were scrambling to contact the picture sharing site this week as they found their accounts had been hacked. What? Their accounts yeah. had been blocked. What they'd done is gone in there, changed passwords, changed the emails associated with the account. So basically your account was no longer yours anymore. And guess where all of those are pointing? Russia. A Russian server. You yep. have got a to Russian be kidding me. A Russian server straight up hijacking a bunch of you know, there's like Instagram models that have over 5,000 followers and they're jacking Hang on their a second, profiles. I, uh, somebody's calling on with a red phone. I think it's Vladimir Putin. Hello? Yeah, boss, good week this week. Oh, did the did the Instagram uh, prank work? Oh, yes, you got to see what we got. I'm sending it over straight away. <laughs> pure gold, <laughs> boss, pure gold. Ha, 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 ha. Listen to me. <laughs> How many people did it affect? Well, we got accounts for thousands, but the dude's phone, these girls, is in the millions. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. Can you tell me when Amorosa is going to be here? Boss, uh, we're trying to talk with her people right now. She's a little busy. She says she'll get back to us. And there you go. Wow. That's the Thursday reality check. 2018. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Uh, let's see what we got, what we got. Uh, what's trending right now? A brand new survey says the toughest jobs are uh, police officers, paramedics, soldiers, doctors, and nurses. Uh, I would agree. Yeah. I concur, doctor. Where's radio host in that? <laughs> Yeah, we said, tough, we, said, we said toughest jobs. But again, yeah, police officers, paramedics, soldiers, doctors, and nurses. Toughest job. Sarah Huckabee Sanders is like, hey, hold my beer. Yeah, she's like, whoa, yeah, whoa. you guys got nothing on me. <laughs> she does have such a tough job, though, doesn't she? True that. Uh, all right, to the good, the bad, and the gossip we go. Let's begin with uh, a story about angels. Whoa, there are angels among us Sent down to us From somewhere up above Dale Earnhardt Jr. He says he had a paranormal experience on a racetrack in 2004. After he crashed his Corvette, he says he felt someone lift him up by his armpits, pull him out of the wreckage, but no one was there. Wow. But, you know, I don't know, Tanner the Millennial, I don't know why you'd care about that story, because you always look at me and say, quit saying that you'll pray for me. So why, why are you acting all emotional about that? Because you look at me all the time and you say, 
Please don't pr- tell me you're going to say any prayers for me. I'm just glad, you know, there was a crew member there to pick him up oh. and take him well, out of the car. Don't forget what he said right before we went on the air with this. And he said, who's, who's Dale Earnhardt Jr.? Remember that? Absolutely, I do remember that. And by the way, Tanner is 21. He's, he's Tanner the Millennial. But, well, you just can't accept the fact that, that uh, uh, an angel possibly saved him that day? Wow. By the way, because if I, if, I, if I open up the lines and said, everybody call me if you've had an angel experience, they would light up. So, you know what? Because of that, I'll pray for you. You know, I'd appreciate good vibes being thrown my way. Oh, yeah, way, those but... good vibes. Doing everything. Vibes. Whatever Positive makes vibes. you feel better, Fitz. Positive vibe. Well, you know what? What makes me feel better? Saying a little prayer for you makes me feel better. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Uh, to the bad we go. What's going on? TMZ says that Demi Lovato overdosed on oxycodone laced with fentanyl. She and her dealer reportedly freebased. I don't know what that means. Then he took off when it looked like she wasn't looking so well. So what is all right, Drew? What is free, so? What happened? What is freebasing? Freebasing is when they uh, like cook it, like smoke it with a lighter, okay. like burn it and inhale oh, the smoke. I guess. The chemicals and I'm, stuff. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine there has to be criminal charges against the dealer because yeah. and, he gave well, her this stuff, and then when she wasn't looking well, he didn't call an ambulance. He just left. But 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 she was also taking it, right? I mean, both should obviously receive. Uh, of course, yeah, yeah. But and everyone associated with getting it to her and supporting that bad habit. Yeah. All right, to the gossip, we move on. And, oh, my, this is huge news. Drew, what you have for us today? Mark Paul Gossler says that he is not against the idea of rebooting wait, wait, are you Saved saying- by the Bell. Oh, what? That's you- right. Zach Morris himself says he would be into it as long as it was uh, uh, worth everyone's time. He hey, wants a good script. Hey, Tanner, do you know what Saved by the Bell is? I actually do. I met Mario Lopez once, and... But you can't have Saved by the Bell. They're in their, like, 40s or 50s. Sure you could. Maybe they're the parents since their kids in school. Maybe Zach Morris has become the principal of Bayside High. Oh, my God. Like, Zach Morris is the new Mr. Belding. That's right. It's all right, I'm by Sounds the more like Saved by AARP. <laughs> no respect for his elders, this one. I would be very excited about a possible reunion. Me too, as long as it was good. Because you remember they did that college years thing. That kind of stunk. Yeah, but somebody's going to have to bail Screech out. (laughs) (laughs) It happens live. Live. This is Why Today Doesn't Suck. Oh my goodness, for Thursday, August 16th, 2018. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're having a birthday today, check it out. You're ha- you share it with Rumor Willis, who's 30 years old today. Rumor, that's uh, uh, Bruce Willis's daughter. Bruce and Demi. Yes. Cool. She looks like a perfect combination of the two of them. <laughs> like a face mash, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would you know, not everyone's kids take both traits, but it, it is their just, kids like are a perfect face right, mash. Right, a straight up mole. I mean, just a, a, if you combine their faces, right? It, really, like you said, a face mash. Mm-hmm. I it's, would hate to be the guy to date her. Because could you imagine Bruce Willis yeah. as your father-in-law? You're in the shadow of Bruce Willis. <laughs> one of the coolest tough guys ever. Oh, my gosh. This is exciting. Dan Smyers of the famous group Dan and Shay. You know what I mean? Tequila. Mm-hmm. Millions of videos on on YouTube. I mean, millions yeah, of views. and clicks. Like and crazy. Shares. Yeah. But um, I have some audio. I don't even know if I'm... Uh, am I even... Yeah, okay. I've been given the go to play this. But the Dan and Shay isolated vocals from Tequila... When I taste tequila What did I say that Dance Myers is 31? I still see you Cutting up the floor in a sorority t-shirt The same one you wore when we were 
Yeah, she's she's now old enough to be in that commercial now. Yeah, you know she can be the spokesperson, and there's nothing wrong with that. And what earlier this week she was uh, telling the world what she thought about pop music. Yeah. Oh yeah, that it was all horrible. Yeah. She said. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. It was on this day, you guys, in the year 1977, 41 years ago. Elvis Presley was found dead. He was lying on the floor in his bathroom by his girlfriend, and he'd been seated on the toilet reading the Scientific Search for Jesus magazine. I'm not even kidding. He died of heart failure at the age of 42 years old, uh, suffering a coronary arrhythmia. And his colon was twice its normal size. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's death. hard living. Elvis Presley died today. He was 42. Apparently, it was a heart attack. He was found at his home in Memphis, not breathing. His road manager tried to revive him. He failed. A hospital tried to revive him. It failed. His doctor pronounced him dead at 3 o'clock this afternoon. The end at an early age of one of the two most spectacular careers in the history of American entertainment. Wow, Elvis is such a cool dude. I mean, he, you know, he also he served his country. Right. Yes. When he was called, he went. Mm-hmm. I heard that it's true they actually will not let you go upstairs into this bathroom when you go to uh, what, Graceland. Graceland. Did yeah. they used to? I don't know stopped? if they did. Why I don't, don't, why don't they, they don't allow anyone in the bathroom where he, you know, kicked the bucket. Maybe it's just to respect. I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of strange. <laughs> the spirit of the king? Yeah, the spirit of the king. <laughs> the spirit of the throne. <laughs> Everybody, it was this day in 1979. The Charlie Daniels Band album, Million Mile Reflection, featuring The Devil Went Down to Georgia, hit triple platinum. Johnny, rising up your bow and play your fiddle hard. Cause hell's broke loose in Georgia and the devil deals the cards. And if you win, you get the shiny fiddle made of gold. But if you lose, the devil gets your soul. Fitz happens live. And now, and now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Of course, always standing by, available 24-7. Any day, work, or play, you know I'm going to be there right away. Follow Fitz.com. I have a very important service to do, and I do it with pride. I do it with passion. I do it with a... Gusto? Gusto. I do it with a ounce of integrity. I'm going to take you out of the... <laughs> Just an ounce. Just an ounce. That's, that's all I get, No folks. more, no less. <laughs> out of California, I'll drink to that. There's a church... Uh, holding services in a bar, and they let people drink while they listen to a sermon. I think that's brilliant. Makes yeah. a lot of sense. Really, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, apparently this church is actually building their own brewery. And uh, I got exclusive, what are you kidding me, audio of Pastor Chris Van Hall, um, who owns this unbelievable bar. 
There's nothing in the Bible that says you can't drink alcohol in a responsible manner. Why not serve beer when they're writing, reading Bible verses? I thought it was genius. We have a glass of beer and a glass of wine, and it's a comfortable atmosphere where people can not only listen to a progressive take on theology, but they can also engage in conversation. And they can enter the pool tournament. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go back a couple of ice cold ones, you know, with the Bible verses of the day. I could just imagine you going home and your honey be like, why are you so drunk? I was at church. Maybe I was at church all day, <laughs> honest. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not lying. All right, let's go to page two. What, are you kidding me? Out of Michigan, it's getting hot in her. In Millington, Michigan, a group of girls foiled a kidnapping attempt by throwing hot coffee on the male suspect who took off with authorities in hot pursuit. A lot of hotness happening. <laughs> You got a hot pursuit, man. You got hot coffee. In the end, 22-year-old Bruce Hipkins was arrested on charges of unlawful imprisonment, assault battery, and criminal sexual conduct minutes. Yeah, there's wow. a lot of nastiness going on. But shout out to the girls. Quick thinking, quick action. Quick think, quick little McGraws. Yeah. Whoosh, hot coffee right up in your face. Hey, they I, weren't victims. Yeah. Right? They, they they stopped it. They didn't make themselves victims. I Absolutely need, right. I need to start bringing coffee with me everywhere when I'm walking out to my car. Well... Tanner, no one's going to assault you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's kind of bizarre that you said that because I used to have a little whistle that I would you know, have with me on my keychain and people made fun of me for it. Oh, I know I did. Yeah. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Hey, as always, if you have any good stuff going on in your life or maybe you experience something good, could be something big, you know, could be something small, but as long as it's something good, tell us about it. Go to followfits.com and click on the good stuff. Um, you guys ever have a birthday when you're a little kid and nobody showed up? Did you ever have, uh, have one? I had one I remember not many people showed up and it was tough. I didn't, but I went to a cousin's birthday one time where mm-hmm. no one showed up, and it was kind of w- very awkward. So what did you do to bring the party? <laughs> I didn't do you much. You brought a kegger. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was about seven, I think. Yeah. But you remember it, don't you? you remember I do. This. So earlier this month, a little four-year-old kid in New Jersey named Evan Kazanis, he, uh, he got to have his birthday party at a Chuck E. Cheese. And by the way, Chuck E. Cheese, they have legit birthday parties. It's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, and so this party should have been, you know, the highlight of his, his entire year. But his mom invited 30 of his friends from school. And none of them showed up. An employee named Taylor says the whole thing was pretty heartbreaking. And uh, Evan's mom was just devastated. But she never let him see it. And stayed upbeat the entire time. At least while he was watching. But Taylor couldn't let it go down like that. So after the party was over, she got on Facebook and asked her friends, to help Evan out. So about a week later, the employees threw Evan another party at Chuck E. Cheese and surprised him with a ton of birthday presents. And Evan's mom didn't know about the gifts until they got there. And she had to keep herself from crying, but she didn't you know, want him to see how much it affected her. Wow. And uh, just a shout out to Chuck E. Cheese you know, for going all out. Yeah, seriously. To even go out of your own wallet yeah. and pay for presents for this kid, like it shows that they'll go above I and mean, beyond. That had to be heartbreaking, though. I mean, can you imagine? Oh. Even even being an employee, it's so hard to watch and just feel bad for that that kid. I mean, at that point, like, I mean, do you get on social media and just say, "Hey, if you know me, please just show up to Chuck E. Cheese right now"? That's what I think I would have maybe done. That hey, mm-hmm. had a little situation. If you know me, show up. Yep. That'd be cool. Right. But anyway, we have some audio. Yeah. All right, go ahead. How did Chucky make you feel? 
I had one goal going into that day, and my goal was to make sure that he left happy. She was upset, and she wasn't understanding how, you know, people just couldn't respond. But, you know, she held it together and never for a second let Evan know that she was upset. Mom of the year. Mm -hmm. Mom of the year. Tanner, I think now would be a great time for you to do that little thing we worked on, the Mom of the Year song. You want, me, you want me to kick it off? Yeah, could you please? Sure. She made it happen when no one showed up. She really taught her kid a lesson, a lesson about not giving up. A toy on your face will put a smile on your face. Doing good stuff for the kids at Chuck E. Cheese. It's a land of fun. <laughs> <laughs> It's a work in progress. Yeah, it's, a, it's a rough draft, yeah, you know? I think we could work with yeah. it. And there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. Everybody, what's up? Welcome back to the show. How's everything? There's my buddy Drew. Tanner the Millennial is here. Uh, we are girlless today. Bethany, the mouth from the south, has got some mommy duty. We're lucky to have her when she pops in. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? <laughs> somebody's got to take care of them babies. <laughs> yeah, somebody's got to do the responsibility. Um, a little bit earlier in the show, we found some audio of Dan and Shay's uh, isolated vocals of their hit song, their massive hit number one song, Tequila. And real quick, Drew and Tanner, if you could just uh, go to Google and uh, type in Tequila lyrics, Dan and Shay, please. Just go and pull them up. Don't ask why. Please don't ask me why. Yeah, we're going to do a vocal exercise in a second. I think it's going to be really important. I remember how bad I need you when I taste tequila. When I taste tequila. I can kiss somebody brand new. And not even think about you. Ooh, we might do an acapella version. I can show up to the same bar, hear the same songs in my car. Baby, your memory, it only hits me this hard. Okay. So I, wow. want, I want us, all of us, to do isolated vocals, oh. just like them. Why are we going to oh, do it to this beautiful man. song? going to ruin this song for everyone listening. No, no. We're going to do like they did. Why can't we do our own studio version? That, <laughs> because I can't sing. You don't think people are going to want our isolated vocals of tequila? Well, I think they might. I'm for it. Hang on. Tanner, I'm going to get your check. All right, everybody. Testing, testing. Tanner. Test, test. All right, ready? Drew. Test, test. Test, test, test. So I'll, I'll kick off with I Can Kiss Somebody, and then we're all just going to go together. Okay? okay? I'll just give you the cue. Actually, it's going to be me, Tanner, then Drew, and then, and then look at me for us to come together, okay? Okay. <laughs> I can kiss somebody brand new And not even think about you I can show up in the same bar Hear the same songs in my car. Baby, your memory, it only hits me this hard. When, when I taste tequila, baby, I still see ya. Cutting up the floor in a sorority t-shirt. 
The same one you were when we were sky high Colorado. All right, let's go back to Dan and Shay's vocals. We'll compare. I can kiss somebody brand new. He ain't got nothing. And <laughs> not even think about you. I can show up to the same bar, hear the same songs in my car. Be- I want to do it again. Ready? I can kiss somebody brand new. <laughs> And not even think about you. I can show up to the same bar. No, it's supposed to be. I can show up to the same bar. Wait, where am I? All right, so anyway, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Now, back to more Fits. Fits. It happens live. 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 F-I-T with a Z. All right, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, even a replay listeners uh, from the, the podcast, the podcast after the broadcast. What is up? Uh, we're going to get to some instant therapy right now, and you can always send me a message anywhere. I mean, whether it's Facebook or Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, or whatever, um, just search two words. Follow Fitz. Again, two words. Follow Fitz. And let me get to this real, real quick. It says, hey, guys, I'm writing in hope that I get some advice from you and your listeners. Everybody goes through difficult times in life and listen to your show. Well, I've heard you guys give some amazing advice. I've recently found out that my husband of 15 years was having an affair. Over the past few years, we've grown apart, but the love was still there. And as stupid as it sounds, my head is telling me to walk away from the marriage. You know, once a cheater, always a cheater. But my heart tells me that I still love him and hope that he still loves me too. We've both talked and say that we want to give it another shot. I just want to know if anyone else is going through this right now and what advice you can give. And if anyone has gone through this, did you give it another shot? And did it work? What was your outcome? Thank you so much. If you don't mind, I'd like to be anonymous. Okay. Of course. Woo! Hey, Drew, you go ahead. Here, here you go. That's, that's got to be Insta therapy. Yeah, I do not think you give that another chance. And here's why. you got to have respect for yourself. And I think when, when people think, but I still love him, but, 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 I think they're tra- they're putting the, the idea of the relationship in front of the idea of themselves. You've got to respect and love yourself first. And someone who's done you wrong like that, right. it chips away at your own self, you know, self-esteem. Just eats away at your soul. Yeah. 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 I actually know a couple that went through this similar situation where uh, he cheated on her and then they tried to make it work and he ended up cheating on her again. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna play the other side here because when I was a, a, a young little punk in my early 20s, oof. I uh, like the ladies. I'm not going to lie to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay? But when people say once a cheater, always a cheater, I don't buy it. You know why? Because I don't cheat. I'm a married man now, and I do not cheat. I've never cheated on my wife. Mm-hmm. So when people say once a cheater, always a cheater, I don't know if I'm well, buying I think it. Your I don't case, know if I'm buying it. Your case is a little bit more unique. Because you that? say you were younger when you were doing all this kind of stuff. Early 20s, yeah. You know, right. They're married for 15 years. If it went through their entire marriage, yeah. then they can't really use yeah. that as an excuse. And I guess the question for her is, did he cheat like once back in the beginning and you just found out about it? Or has he been cheating all along? Like, Was there a side woman? Were there many side women? And I imagine... You that know, makes a difference. To find out uh, you know, if you'd been cheated on. I mean, I imagine it's heartbreaking. Right? Yes, right? Of course. Absolutely heartbreaking. Especially if you've been with someone that long. Yeah. All right, we'd love to hear from you as well. And uh, shout out for feeling like you could reach out to us yeah. and ask us 
about personal stuff that is going on in your life. I mean, that just shows that, you know, we're a big happy family, really. You know? All right, Insta Therapy as always. Fits happens live. Fits happens live. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget, tomorrow I'm really, really excited because we're going to flush the format. Yes. yes! So, I mean, and that goes down the second we kick off the show. Mm-hmm. And if you have any good suggestions for flush the format tomorrow, you know, we just like to get funky and, you know, break the format and. Like a little dance party. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Do you dance during it? Sometimes you do. He Watch does, me. but he shouldn't. Yeah, you should not, ever. <laughs> hey, you, you can't limit a man's expression of, of his dance vibe. <laughs> he starts stinking up the room and everything. Whatever, Tanner. So uh, anyway, go to the website, followfits.com. I came across the most interesting television show last night. And it was basically uh, like 30 minutes dedicated to how to diffuse a situation. Well, I mean, it was actually about how, how to diffuse a hostage situation, but still, I, I learned some pretty amazing things from the uh, uh, the hostage negotiator. That could why also do, work in the workplace? Absolutely. Yeah, why do regular people need to know how to diffuse a hostage Because situation? every single day, in most situations, I would say that we're quite often forced with, you know, we have conflict in front of us, and we, right. have, to resolve these, we have to resolve these conflicts. Uh, and, and apparently there's some tactics that you could do you know, to get everybody to Simadana! <laughs> That's one of them right there. Simadana! Yeah. Simadana! What? Simadana! That's what I said. It's not quite as forceful when I say it. So, um, let's see. He says, uh, for example, you say, hey, I'm really mad, but can we talk? Okay. All right. For some people, they'd say, heck no, techno! And they punch you in the throat. Never seen that go down in my entire life. Nah, me neither. <laughs> uh, you say, you know what? That's fair. Like this is when somebody says something to you, right? You don't like it. You say, you know what? That's fair. I get that. Let me try to see this from your perspective. Ooh. This is like a little its own little therapy session here, right? And I'll, I feel you. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Let me let's let me try to figure out the way you're trying to see this. Mm-hmm. And I was jotting these down on my legal pad, by the way. I mean, see, we could really use this stuff in everyday life. Oh, yeah. Uh, somebody says something to you. You say, hmm, you know what? What I did was was really immature and disrespectful. What if, so like even if you're making that up? That's right. Haven't you ever read uh, how, to Influence, uh, how to Win Friends and Influence People? Nope. It's a great book. Who is it? Rockefeller, I believe. How to Win Friends and Influence People. Mm-hmm. It's, one, it's one of the biggest uh, bestsellers yeah. ever. From ever, uh, I believe, like the 30s, right? Yeah, something like that. But I mean, some of the rules apply. Um, you say this, somebody says something to you. You say, you know what? I'm, this is good. Everybody, write this down, or you can maybe get your phone out and record me saying this. I'll give you a couple of seconds. I even give you some on hold music. Well. Okay, time is up. Hopefully, you have this ready. Somebody says something to you. You say, you know what? I guess I'd feel the same way if the tables were turned. Boom. That's mm. that's the best one, I think, out of all that list. All right. But aren't you just validating them, and then you're going to have a harder time backing them down off their point? You just gave their point credit. Oh, it's how to win friends and influence people. You're trying to get them to do what you really want them to do. Make them think they have the power, but at the end of the day, you got the power. And finally, somebody says something to you. You say, you know what? I know it looks that way. Uh, can I tell you what happened from my perspective? Boom. Oh! A lot of perspective talking here. Way to relate to people. My favorite one was, though, uh, 
You know, I guess I'd feel the same if the tables were turned. Mm. But that that doesn't really prove your point. I mean, I understand meeting in the middle, but at the but same what time... What I say, you... though? The purpose is to what? Simmer down the situation. You yeah. want to simmer that thing down. And I think that's how you could de-escalate, maybe, hmm. from a hostage negotiator. Got a 50-cent word there. Writing these yeah. down for the next time we all argue. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I would feel the same way if the tables were turned. <laughs> the Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Drew is standing by with a Thursday reality check. The University of Maryland taking action after the case of that football player who collapsed on the field and then later died. President and athletic director announcing today they have, quote, parted ways with strength and conditioning coach Rick Cork. With football season firing up again, of course, those issues about the dangers of football are going to come right back and they're going to be top headline news. So Maryland uh, getting in front of this. He had to take the fall. I guess uh, four members of the coaching staff were put on suspension. He ended up, uh, uh, Rick Court ended up getting fired over the job. He stepped down. You know, even go, uh, going back to high school two-a-days, and, and I, I just remember the heat, and sometimes I thought, oh, my God, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to make it. And my son right now, Cooper, he's, he's in two-a-days right yeah. now. And what they're doing is uh, they go for, like, I think they get it all done in the morning. They're getting up early, early, you know, to, to hopefully mm-hmm. not have that heat affect them as bad. But it's something that you do have to worry about because to me it just feels like it's getting hotter outside. Yeah, in know. this story we were hearing a lot of uh, comments from the players. Things were on social media. They were yeah. saying it was a culture where they didn't respect weakness. If you said if you looked tired, if you looked fatigued or exhausted, they would call you weak. They would trash you. Right. And we all know that's kind of how it's been I had been those coaches always, too. You're right. right. I had those coaches. I hit, had them too you when I was a kid. Hit you in the back of the helmet. Boom. You felt like you just gotten in a head-on collision. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he collapsed on the field. He was hospitalized. He later died. Uh, Jordan McNair. And, so sad. Uh, yeah. You know, something else we're having to worry about is, uh, and I, I we haven't really seen it that much before, now they're having to watch the players and the amount of water they drink because there's been several deaths with people, uh, some players drinking way too much water. Really? Yeah. And literally, they kind of in- internally drown. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. I know, right? But when you're that hot, you just want to drink and drink. You don't care about how many gallons you're throwing down right. or... All right, what else is happening, Drew? Matt Lauer. Do we all remember Matt Lauer, the disgraced yeah, NBC right. anchor? Sure. It looks like his divorce is starting to take shape, and they're saying he may be paying out about $20 million to the misses. Uh, that doesn't leave him with much. Oh, yeah, it does. He was making like $25 million a year. That means like he's that. got a huge contract. If his wife gets half, that means he's got at least 20 something million, too. Oh, then he will be more than Oh, fine. of course he's fine. Yeah. He's got his home in the hand, but still, you're right. I mean, looking at photos of Matt. It seems like everywhere he goes, he's kind of in hiding, you know, because society's yes. really... Re- and he's but, so recognizable. So recognizable. Yeah. So it's got to be... But, so, but you know, you got to believe he's probably feeling bad right now, right? I mean, that guilt does... Guilt does get people back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. maybe he'll learn a lesson and, and mm-hmm. try to... And, and you know what? Everyone together. else should learn a lesson too. Just because right, you have nobody, opportunity, just because you're famous, just because it's there, yeah, you right. can't. You shouldn't be messing around. Taking advantage of taking it, advantage right. of everyone involved. Yeah. What else you got, Drew? Speaking of money woes, new report says that Americans over 65 are filing bankruptcy in record numbers, numbers we've never seen before, and this maybe speaks to the fact that it's getting so expensive to live, and people who started out their retirement planning 30 years ago. 
were, had one idea in mind of what it was going to cost to live, and now they're arriving at that point, and the cost of living is through the roof, and yeah. they just can't keep up. And then, of course, you have medical expenses and prescriptions and, and everything. And, of course, Social Security really doesn't pay a lot of money to You're people. Right. So I mean, all I, these plans they had were are, are falling through, so they're looking to bankruptcy as, as a way out. I say this all the time. I just don't know how people are making it, right? How are... Everyday people, right? Making mm-hmm. it. It's especially the, especially aren't. older folks. You're right. A lot of them aren't. All right, Drew. Thank you. You got it. Be steadfast and strong. You got it. Roger that. That's the Thursday reality check. <laughs> now it's the Fit Show. Straight out of country. You know that's my daddy, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. The GBB. That's the GBB. Green Bray Bob, right there. Straight out of country. <laughs> I mean, he should. I told him, you know, I've actually had several radio stations say, "Oh my God, I gotta get your dad to record some stuff for the radio station. I have to, because he's got that beef. It's what's for yeah. dinner. He's got that grit. Yeah, but it's even more authentic. You know, yeah, uh, exactly how he talks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, let's get to it. Uh, congrats to Luke Bryan, who tops a Forbes list of the highest-paid country music stars. You know what he made over the uh, the past year? Oh man, it's gonna hurt to hear millions. This. Yeah, take a guess. How many millions do you think? 28. Yeah. Six. Yeah. Luke Bryan last year made $52 million. Oh, I thought I was being ridiculous at 28. Does that count American Idol money? Of course. course. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Garth Brooks is next with $45.5 million. Kenny Chesney, number three, with 37. Zach Brown Band, 31 mil. Blake Shelton brought in $28 million. Wow. That's interesting. But, like, Zach Brown Band, we don't hear much about him, but they are a touring machine. They are yeah. always on the road, and that's where that money comes from. You're right, and, and that's how artists make their money. They're not making it selling CDs or you know uh, iTunes. or uh, No, they're making their money off of touring, and that is a hard, yeah, hard life. I'd say 80% of their revenue is from touring alone. Which is why Luke Bryan has just came out and said, you know what, I'm going to I'm gonna take a little break for a while. I'm going to hang out with the family. You can afford it. Right, tour yeah. the world. And if you had that much money... Dang, I mean, I've always heard that people who have a whole lot of money like that, they always end up wanting more. Right. But if you have, yeah, seriously, these millionaires and billionaires, think about it. It's like, like it's an, an addiction. Adi- it's an addiction. They have to have more. But I'm thinking if I have 52 million, I'm going to get a boat and chill. For Don't we what? all feel like that? If I could just have that much money, I'd be done. I'd be set. I'd make right. a life that, that's more than I'd ever need. We all feel that. But I guess when you get there, maybe the rules change. Do you think a guy like Blake Shelton, when he sees a list like this, go, oh, I want to make more money? No, nope, maybe. If he's competitive. Like right. there, there are some people who like to wake up and just compete with other people. I'm not talking about anybody in particular. Uh-huh. But there, some people just really I know like, one guy like that. Some people just love to compete, right? right? And some people, maybe, you know, Blake Shelton made 28 mil last year. Maybe he's like, uh-uh, unacceptable. I'm going for 40 mil. I'm going to get a, 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 do a better negotiation for NBC's The Voice. Going to marry Gwen Stefani. Take her money, too. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Blake, I love you. You know I love you. Um, check this out. Speaking of Blake Shelton, this is really amazing. He says his heroes are the handful of really, really close friends that'll just drop everything to be there when he really needs them. My heroes have started to become my good friends, and I gotta say that uh, the handful of really close friends that I have, those are my heroes, that uh, they're the ones that'll just drop anything to be there for you if they need to be. Find out who your friends are. I tell you what, Drew's one of those people for me. He's always been there. 
He's he's watched my kids mm-hmm. at the house like for several nights in a row. God, he's some other things we can't of, talk about. A lot about. of roadside pickups when cars oh, break down, God. stuff like that. And you never have asked me for help. Have I been there for you? You would be there for me. I just I, I'm not a guy who reaches out. I'm I'm a problem solver myself, and I always oh, oh, when anything happens, I always go like, good for how you, do I Drew. fix it? Or I suffer. Drew calls me. <laughs> Whatever. You also call me. But you know I would be there. See, that's what matters. Did, did yep. you hear what he said? He said he knew I would be there. Mm-hmm. And that's all that matters. Oh, y'all are so cute. <laughs> so there you go, folks. You know what we just did? What do we just do? We just took you straight out of country. We just took you straight out of country. It happens live. This. F-I-T with a Z. Is the Fit Show. It happens live. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you set it and forget it. That's right. Uh, we want you to be a P1, meaning set our shows the number one button on your preset. Set it and forget it. Hold that finger out there and, and hold it down until it beeps. It's like an exclusive club, but it's easy to join when you've locked this show in on that number one button, that program one button. You just became a P1 member. Somebody just polled about 1,100 radio hosts, and I, and I you know, we just got back from uh, something we call... DJ training camp in Chicago for a couple of days, so I definitely want to talk about this. They asked a whole bunch of radio people a bunch of questions about how we do our jobs, and you know, people, a bunch of our listeners ask me all the time behind the scenes mm-hmm. stuff. How do you guys do this? You know, what happens when I do this? <laughs> you know, just a all lot sorts of questions of, about your echo. Effect. There's a lot of questions about everything. Right. A lot of questions about you. A lot of questions about Drew. A lot of questions about, you know, Bethany the Mouth from the South when she decides to hang out with us. You know? Questions like, where is she? <laughs> right. Um, but they also mixed in some, some, some questions that I just love. I thought the best question was this. Do you think you have a face for radio? Okay, so ask yourself that question. Meaning, I think that's what? Saying that you're ugly? If you have a face for radio, uh-huh. that's, that's, uh, that's what you'd say to radio people that were ugly? Right. Uh, so, Tanner, I'm going to ask you, do you have a face for radio? Face, no. Body, yes. I think I have a pretty face, but my body isn't exactly television ready. Tanner just said he has a pretty face. Mm -hmm. I think I have a pretty face. Look at this. Interesting. When I smile, a little ding effect. (laughs) But what would you say about the body? The body, yeah. No, wait. (laughs) (laughs) I totally have a body for radio. (laughs) I think we all just have to say we have faces for radio. You know, you could check you, us out. Please, you're, you're a handsome man. You know it. Yeah. Followfits.com. He, he just said that, so we would <laughs> that Stop that crap. You are a very handsome stop man. Stop it. You're and handsome. And you're photogenic. You're so handsome and, and you're photogenic. Skinny. I am the you're least so... photogenic person there. It's like, no matter how good I may look in real life or not look in real life, when I take a picture, I'm Jabba the Hutt. Every time. Drew you doesn't are... even have <laughs> the face for radio as the face for, like, I don't know, like accounting or something. <laughs> Yeah, radio accounting. <laughs> I should be out in the office. Remember that dude? Remember that dude from the office who made all those uh, basketball shots? Oh, uh, uh, you mean uh, when Will Ferrell was in? No, remember that that guy? They they didn't ask him to be on the basketball team, and then they oh, saw. Oh, Kevin! <laughs> yeah, you jerk! Whatever, <laughs> whatever. That's true. With a little bit better of a hairline. <laughs> oh, let's see. Um, this is another one. Out of eleven hundred radio people, you guys, this is my favorite stat. About 40% of people admitted that they dated a listener before from the request line. I've never done that. Mm-hmm. Me neither. Hey, Fitz, have you done that? Yes, man. I used to <laughs> listen. I told you. My early days, uh-uh. Just a little scoundrel. So let me and, ask you this. And, and so, yes, I mean, you know, 
then you know when I was uh, you know the 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 baby DJ night guy on the radio at you know continuous hit music 106.1 Kiss FM in Dallas you know there wasn't you know the my, MySpace yet so oh you didn't was, even have social media no, there was to the re- stock people it was the request line wow so you that's had to base it on world. their yeah. voice or, or they might sometimes you know email you a picture if they had you know so let me ask that was you in 2001 do you, do you consider 2000? that the good old days or the bad old days when you were out running around doing nonsense like you that? know I'm really jealous of uh, especially all the single people right now who have Tinder and Bumble it's not fair yeah that I had to go through all those request lines. <laughs> <laughs> the one and only. This is the Fit Show. And now, and now, my daddy. it's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Thank you so much. Always good to be here. Live. Late breaking at your service with the news that did not make the news, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to provide you with a special what the Florida story, pain in the butt. Two guys in Tampa got into a heated Facebook argument about politics last week, right? We see it every day in our feed. And then one of them uh, drove to the other guy's house and uh, shot him. Whoa. Right in the butt. Yeah. (laughs) With With a gun. A real gun. Yeah. Not like an air rifle or something. Yeah, it was the real deal, man. Oh, boy. How do you think it made the what-are-you-kidding-me stories? True. But, I mean, isn't it amazing that I, I we do see this on Facebook and social yeah. media all the time? Families being turned inside out, friendships being ruined because of what they, even because of what they do and don't post on social media. Yes. It's like people want you to pick a side and talk about it no matter what. I'll give you a like. Boom. Right in the hiney. Whoa. Anyway, Drew, you know what I'm saying. I hear you, man. <laughs> oh, man. But you agree, though. I mean, people... It's getting I, crazy. I feel like in 2018, people automatically... No, no, do they want you to, to pick a side? They demand you pick a side, and they demand you talk about it. Also, our tolerance for different opinions seems to be vanishing. Like, this yeah. is a friend of yours, and you're going to shoot him in the butt over a political argument? Yeah. What, I mean, what if the guy said something about his mama? He didn't. He oh. said something about his candidate. It's right. that a political argument. This is why I never get in any sort of political argument. I don't even post anything. Yeah, we even on even whatsoever. Even on our show, you guys, we really try to just put on a ridiculous. I mean, come on. I, I describe the show as a uh, high school with pay, mm-hmm. where every day is a Friday, right? So we're just not going to get into it. Yeah. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll save that for off the air. Maybe sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's a minefield out there. All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? Out of Toronto. Sniffed out. Uh, there was a larger man who walked into a store near Toronto last week, and he stole about $300 worth of Axe body spray. Oh, no. <laughs> he was easy to catch. That is... Smell him a mile away. But I wonder if he was planning to sell it or wear it. Hopefully right? sell it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that Axe. Uh, I mean, it, it's like the overall pick for all yeah. teenagers, I guess. When, when I was in high school, someone yeah. uh, taped down the like where it sprays out. On the bus, it was a cold winter day, and all the windows were up, and they let all of their Axe body spray out. On oh, that's the bus. yeah, that's horrific. I can't yeah. imagine. Uh, police, well, you know, speaking of that, I was on an airplane one time, and actually, this was years ago. Sprayed some Axe. I wanted to smell good for Bethany. We were just dating at the time. Mm-hmm. Set off the alarms in the cockpit, and the, uh, the the little spray did. Oh wow! And this was probably 2008. What they do? Did they? They were pounding on the door because they were thinking it was a fire. Oh, or you were in the bathroom. I was in the bathroom. Yeah. So those things actually work. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh. They, they see those things in the cockpit. Yes. You didn't get zip tied. 
Oh, that'd be great. Well, you know what? <laughs> oh, now that I think about it, the flight attendants were... All right, so anyway. Uh, take it easy. Uh, you did have the, the Axe body spray, and according to commercials, that's how it works. That's right. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen, you got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. The Fitz Show. He's hilarious. Break it up, son, and break out the rally. Now back to The Fitz Show. Fitz happens. Live. Welcome back to the show. If you have a moment, say what's up to me on Instagram. Just follow me on Instagram. Follow Fitz. Go to the search bar on Instagram. Type in follow Fitz. Shout out to uh, uh, not only my son Cooper right now, 16-year-old, six foot two. Last time you looked. Yeah, he's taking he over, changes man. changes daily his height. But I want to give a shout out to everybody playing football right now. I want to give a shout out to, to, to all the college athletes, all the uh, pros, to the boys of fall. Well, let's turn and face the stars and stripes. It's Knocking heads and talking trash. It's slinging mud and dirt and grass. It's a guy you know. Can't you just smell it in the air? Football's yeah. in the air. Love, been that. Watching Love the smell of that field. That grass and mud. Been watching. Yeah, I never will forget from football practice as a kid. That early, early morning smell of, of, of the, the fresh cut grass. And then the chalk right? lines. Yeah, and the chalk lines. And then. In Bowie, Texas, they would uh, have this huge, long PVC pipe with about a thousand holes in it. That, that was our water fountain, mm-hmm. and they would just set it up. And <laughs> but that's that's what the boys of fall was all about. I have the same memories about drama camp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> and I'm in that situation with you, Tanner. I know what you mean because, like, it's weird growing up. I'm very conflicted because my dad's a Green Beret, and my mom was, you know, in Miss Te- was first runner-up Miss Texas. So they always say, I, n- I never really knew to do your hair or, or, or beat you up. You know what I mean? Am I, 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 I going to put on your makeup? With, that's still with you today. Yeah. So shout out. <laughs> <laughs> shout, out shout out to Conflict. Did you hear what Bud Light is doing? I thought this was kind of cool. They, uh, uh, they have this brand new promotion. And apparently if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, you might even think it's kind of mean. They just announced they're trolling Browns fans this season by putting 10 full-size refrigerators Filled with free Bud Light in bars all over the city of Cleveland. But there is a catch. They will not open until the Browns win their first game. Uh, Well, they'll be waiting for a while. (laughs) That's cool. Is it cool or is it cruel? I can't speak for Cleveland Browns fans, obviously, but I think at this point they kind of have a good sense of humor about it. Like they laugh at themselves. They laugh at the fact that their team has been bad for a really long time. (laughs) Have you ever watched that show HBO uh, Hard Knocks? I think it's a Cleveland Browns again this year. Oh, it is? Yes. love that show. It's a great show if you have a chance to watch it. I I saw one when Johnny Menzel was on it. Now Johnny Mandel's playing up in Canada. Yeah, Canada. for the CFL. Yeah. And he's uh, not doing so hot. Well, his second game he did good. First game yeah. was horrible. But as soon as the Cleveland Browns get a win, all the fridges are going to unlock automatically, like at the same time. It's going to be a feeding frenzy. But is it going to happen? Because the Browns went 0-16 last year and 1-15 the year before. I haven't looked at their, their lineup, their schedule this year, to see if, they're, if they've got any openings to win. Yeah. You but know what I mean? Either way, hey. Go Cowboys. What about you guys? Who are you going for? 
This year I'm going for the Cowboys. <laughs> I feel yeah. good about it. I'm going for the Cowboys too. <laughs> All right, welcome to the show, you guys. Uh, I hope you're enjoying it today. Fitz Happens Live. You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz Happens Live. It's time to open the Fitz box and read his Twitters and Facebook, Instagram, 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 maybe Snapchat. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Your questions, comments, and concerns. Find me anywhere on social media. You can just search Follow Fitz. Give him a piece of your mind. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Uh, let's see. Uh, hey, Fitz, I think Tanner the Millennial needs to have a wake-up call and have his butt kicked. That dude doesn't deserve his girlfriend like the lens. He's definitely taken her for granted by treating her like a mommy, and I'm willing to be that wake-up call for her. I've seen pictures of the lens on your Facebook page, and I would definitely like to be the man... She needs but doesn't have. Watch your back, kid. Craig. Craig? Well, Craig, if you'd like to meet me on the... No, I'm just playing. Uh, yeah. Don't do that, Tim. Yeah, Please I don't. Would, I would never... <laughs> you, you would never... Me, you, of all people, no. You would never fight for your woman's honor. <laughs> I would tweet for her honor, but I wouldn't fight for it. <laughs> I will tweet for your honor. <laughs> Ask me to show up in a confrontation? No way. Yeah, all no right. way, Jose. Uh, so yeah, a lot of people looking at the lens, huh? Are you worried about that? Nah, she loves me. Okay. <laughs> uh, Amanda says, I can't believe Fitz and Bethany were at the airport the other day when that guy hijacked the plane last week. What are the chances? I'm already afraid to fly, but if that happened to me and my family, I would never be able to fly again. Yeah, so last week, we, a crazy whirlwind of cities from like Dallas and then like the, to Seattle and then Chicago, and we were on the tarmac. When that guy stole the plane, and when they had the airport on lockdown, it was a very bizarre experience. Probably, probably pretty scary too, because you don't get it a lot was. of information. I didn't know what was going on, you. and I was honestly looking to the left and right of the plane. This is a true story. But I, I, I uh, read this years ago in the survival one of those survival handbooks, and I instantly got my wife's blanket and I wrapped it around my left arm, if in the event I had to maybe charge or do something, and that right. was going to be my uh, kind of your shield, my your shield, my ram, for, for my huh? arm if somebody. I mean, I didn't know what was going on. Right, right. I was looking, out, I was looking out each windows, and all the uh, the pilots said there has been a security breach. We are in lockdown. I'm like, what? So, wow. Uh, yeah. Hey, Fitz. Uh, gosh, Fitz was really digging into Bethany uh, the other day about a trip to the beach in Florida, and then she was absent mysteriously from Wednesday's show. Is there trouble in paradise? <laughs> Please don't let a disagreement over a vacation or this show come between you. Y'all seem like such a great couple. Don't be torn apart by a job. It's never that important. Trust me. I have regrets. Megan. Wow. Are you trying to... Megan, uh, yeah. It, it, so, yeah, she's... Uh, I don't know if she's going to Florida or not, to be honest with you. But her mom's having a trip in Florida. And, uh, yeah. She, I, I think Megan was just concerned at the the intensity of the conversation between you guys right. on the air. I mean, I know Tanner and I were getting a little nervous. It was awesome. <laughs> no, no. She, she, uh, her mom uh, takes a trip, you know, somewhere in Pensacola every year. And I said, if you want to go, you need to go and you need to bring the babies with you. But you're not in support of it. I mean, what else do you want me to say? I think, I think you should go. If you want to go, you can go. I mean, I, 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 I don't control those things. I mean, if you want to go, you can go. No support. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed yeah. to do. Sometimes you just can't win. Yeah, you can't take the win. L. Yeah. But she's 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 doing uh, some back to school mommy duty, school clothes and stuff today, and yeah. you know, yeah. So whatever. What are you asking me? 
Uh, well, oh. they asked you. We didn't ask you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, Fitz, I really want to hear um, that song that you did on the show the other day. Did you really write and sing that? Stop being a punk, Tanner. I really think it sounded good. Um, sorry he's not Post Malone or whoever you like. I bet all of Tanner's favorites rely on auto-tune. They don't know an artist like you, Fitz. <laughs> well, Fitz, you could have used a little auto-tune, buddy. Yeah, me... And by the way, this is my country song. That was How old is it, Drew? It's got to be eight years old at this point. It, or nine. It's called Just a Few More. Yeah, check it out. Thank you. For just a few more days, wish I had my wife. What I would give to have her in my life. Just a few more days. Just a few more days. Just a few more days, kiss my baby's good night. Please, God, can I go back in time? Just a few more days. But just a few more days. See? We post, some people have asked, I mean, okay, make fun of it. But some people have asked to hear it. Can you put that on the website or on social media today? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take the roast. Do what you want. I just wish I could have oh, a few more minutes back in my life. High note. <laughs> high note. Guitar solo. Oh! The guy who played that was on the Warp Tour. <laughs> cool. <laughs> this is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Oh, yeah. Everybody, what have we learned today? For Thursday, August 16th, 2018, as always, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, just tell us what you picked up from our show today. And this this kind of tripped me out, because I, I really uh, I believe in angels and I believe in stuff like this. Dale Earnhardt Jr. just came out and he was talking about uh, a paranormal experience that he had on a racetrack in 2004 when he crashed his Corvette. And he says that he felt someone lift him up by the armpits, pull him out of the wreckage. The thing oh. in thing is nobody was there. Right. Which is- oh, yeah. I there are angels among us. And Tanner then got mad. Uh, why? You mad that Dale Earnhardt was saved by an angel? That's no, what you're I, mad at. I, I, I just think someone grabbed him and pulled him out. Yeah, I guess. But there was n- nobody there. Anyway. We're not going to harp on that, Tanner. All right. All right. Hey, Drew, what have we learned today? I learned that Bud Light has stashed stocked full beer fridges and bars all over Cleveland. And those football season, those fridges will unlock and spill out that free beer if and when the Browns win a game this season. And and they've had, what was their their record last year? 0-16. Wow. You know what? I'm going to watch some Cleveland Brown games and root for them because rooting for them is now rooting for the fans. You're rooting for those people to get that free beer. That's right. So a win opens the fridges up. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Tanner the Millennial, what have we learned today? I learned in France there's new public urinals and parks and streets that are just there with no barricades whatsoever. Looks like a planter. You just pee in the planter. In front of everybody. Yep. Right there. They're okay with it. They're French. It's it's because they're doing. <laughs> it's because they're just doing it all over the streets, and it's right. Yeah, it keeps them from just being on the road. All right, which I'm all for. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Nobody likes that smile. All right, you guys, listen. Uh, have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for listening. By the way, tomorrow, beginning of the show, Fridays are always unbelievable. We flush the format, and we're going to see you then. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Tara the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody.
Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.